what's going on? It's your boy CJ Mello here in the building. We are back with another comics Saturday episode. Yes. So if you remember last couple weeks, I've been talking about, or last couple episodes, excuse me. I've been talking about this. Is, there is a Lost Ronin Lost, Lost Day special. So this is like an offshoot of what has been, what happened in um, the Lost Years, where you see the New Turtles, Moja, Odin, Yi, and Uno which all means one, kind of be risen, or not risen, what's the word I'm thinking of, uh, raised up to be the newest turtles, new generation being taught to be going, taught as a team to be as one. Well, in this issue, I'm not sure what this issue is about, to be truthfully honest with you, but I think it's about them being adults. Again, this is a one-shot by IDW. Again, it's called Last Ronin Lost Day Special. So you know what? We're just gonna literally, we're just gonna get into it, cause I, I'm interested. And I got the cover C, the variant cover, which is them, all four turtles, and it looks like uh, Casey eating pizza. You see all their hands, all the turtle hands. K oh, Casey and um, her mom's April all eating pizza. So it's funny how it's like four pepperonis and like one veggie one looks like. But yeah, let's just get into it. A story so far. It's been more than a decade since Michelangelo avenged his fallen family and freed New York City from the clutches of the Shredder, Oroku Hiroto. While the city above has been rebuilding, April Jones O'Neill and her daughter, Casey Marie, have been focused on training a new generation of turtles. And for April, watching Moja, Odin, Uno, and Yi come into their own has brought back a lot of memories. My name is April O'Neil Jones. April Jones O'Neil, excuse me. I was once lost, now I'm found. Okay, I admit, that's a bit overdramatic. Makes me sound all kinds of religious. And other than a few visits to Sunday school, when I was a kid, religion like any other man-made institution designed to control the masses has never been my thing. I say man-made to point out there's also things that are not made or controlled by men. Mysterious wonders I've witnessed with my own senses that defy human explanation. Bizarre things that have made me a believer in something far greater and far more powerful than I'll ever hope to understand. And if anyone ever tells you they do understand, saint or sinner, scientist or priest, prince or politician, the only thing you can be sure of is that they're lying through their teeth, to you and to themselves. Then again, what do I know? I'm just an old science nerd slash grease jockey with a bad caffeine habit. <laughs> More like a crochet old woman on a soapbox. Chill, lady. Anyway, I'll save April's philosophy of the universe for later. For now, I'm just going to keep things down to earth and stick to my life in this city. New York City. Home. Sweet home. I live my entire life in the good old Big Apple. Six plus decades in counting. And as far back as I can remember, since the days when it was just my mom and me together, I've loved this place. In that time, I've seen it stand tall, and I've seen it fall. And like a punch-drunk boxer who refuses to quit, I've watched it stagger back to its feet, to stand proud and tall once again. And in its own strange way, New York has loved me back. Years before I would lose my wonderful mom to cancer far too soon, the city made sure I wouldn't be alone giving me a new amazing family to share a new amazing life with. 
Time and time again, we fought like hell to save the city that had brought us together. As the years passed, just like New York, we would stand and we would fall. And just like the city, my friends and I fought and bled for when all seemed lost for me. I found a way to get back on my feet, to stand tall, and this crazy mysterious metropolis made sure I still had a home to return to, where I wouldn't be alone. And I'm happy to say, all these years later, that hasn't changed. Leave me alone. Hey, what's with all the yelling this early, Mojo? It's just, I found this old box of cool cassette tapes, and I'm trying to check them out. But Una won't quit bothering me. Not true. I'm not bothering her. I just wanted to do some kendo training. And she's the only one that can almost keep up with me. I thought your sensei canceled training for today. She did, Gamma. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we still can't do it on our own. Tell you what, Darth Maul. Instead of Kendo, why don't you take that endless energy of yours and go do, I don't know, a hundred push-ups or something. Good idea. Push-ups. Thanks, Gamma. No problem, kiddo. Let's see what you got here. Devo, Thomas, Dolby, Rush. Heh, looks like you found Donnie's old stash. You're playing with it all wrong. Okay, what's going on over there? Over here. I'm trying to teach Odin how to play chess, Grammy. But he keeps grabbing both our knights and making them race each other. They're not racing you. They're doing gallops together. But galloping, not in the rules. They're supposed to be in a battle. She's not wrong, baby. The black and white pieces are on opposite sides. But I don't want them on different sides, Grammy. It's more fun when they're friends. I... You know, I actually can't argue with that. You know... You know what, Yi? The coffee maker's been on the fritz again. Why don't you grab your tools and see if you can get it running right for Grammy, yeah? Okay. I'll I'll make it run even better than before, Grammy April. Good girl. This looks ridiculous. Why is there no I'm not gonna look there's no way I'm going out looking like this. I'm calling the whole thing off. Wait. Why are you grunt grinning at me like that? It's not funny, Mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Case, but it kinda is. I thought you said Jiro was taking you out on a casual date, not to the prom. I did. He is. I just got no clue what I'm supposed to wear. Obviously. Come on. Let's go see if we can reverse engineer this mess. I thought Sensei looked nice for her, Hero. Jiro, dude. Jeez. Yeah, but Jiro's a policeman. Uno, so Odin's sort of right. He is kind of a hero. You're wasting your time, Mom. I ain't going. Yes, you are, baby. Quit being a baby. And quit overthinking things. I really don't think Gerald's the kind of guy who expects you to dress to impress him. What do you mean? I mean, you. he asked you out after working with you on a couple security missions, right? Yeah, I think so. So he knows who and what 
you really are. And he obviously already, you already impressed him. Look, your dad and I were about as different as two people could be. But that never stopped us from loving each other. We never pretended to be anything but who we were. And I really believe that's why we always work so well together. This is just your first day with Jiro, hon. Who knows where things go from here. But do yourself a favor. Be yourself from the start. And always. How's that coffee maker coming, kiddo? Uh, almost done, Grammy. It's gonna make your yucky coffee so hot. Okay. I think I'm ready now. There's my girl. Wow, wow, Sensei. You look pretty. Thanks, Odin. You sure this is gonna okay, Mom? I know today's your normal black market run. I can stay with the kids if you don't want to skip it. Forget it, Case. I've got the rascals. You go be young, okay? Thanks, Mom. You bet. I miss Sensei Casey. Dude, she's been gone like five seconds. Don't worry about her, Odin. Go grab your gear, all of you. We got work to do. Well work, Grammy. Black market work, kiddo. We got an important run to make. But didn't you tell Sensei we were staying to watch? To watch us? Just a little wh white lie. I didn't think to, I didn't want to ruin her day. Now hustle up. We have a big day ahead of us. And it was a big day. But before I get into that, let me tell you about New York's black market. Excuse me. The first thing to understand is that black market commerce is built on bartering. And bartering has been going on in this country from the beginning. But what started out as goods for goods, or goods for services, or vice versa, became primarily a cash-based endeavor over time. Money ruled all. But when that fascist Oroko Hiroto and the Foot Clan took full control of the city, CTMNT the last running. Currency was replaced by an insanely strict digital-based social credit system. And it wasn't long before those of us in the resistance found buying and selling goods and or services to be nearly impossible. Turns out having a mind of your own and standing up to the man will kill your social credit scores real fast. Which meant the resistance had to turn to ulterior motives to get what we needed to survive. Pretty soon, social credits were replaced by good old-fashioned bartering and a sub subterranean black market was born. And nobody was better at cornering that particular market than Tinker, Myth Tinker Smith Sr. Like me, Smith was a single parent raising his only child, a daughter named Tinker Smith II, whom everyone called Tinker II in rock bottom. But while I was spending most of my time with my kid running an underground rebel army, Smith was building a variable shopping mall in the city's bowels. Yeah, even with all we had hoarded over the years, there were things we, he still needed, usually stuff to please the daughter he loved more than anything else. So there was always mutual beneficial deals to be made. Complying the man as its finest. Sadly, the flood that was caused when the resistance was able to knock out backs to Stockman's tech on Roosevelt Island, which everyone calls the Foot Flood now, and destroyed Smith's black market compound, killing poor Tinker Sr. and leaving behind Tinker II to run what was left of his once massive store. A slightly insane Tinker II, that is, who to this day holds some animosity toward me for her father's tragic death and yet the black market goes on 
and as always, Tinker 2 was our first stop. Okay, kids, here we are. Stay close to Grammy. Tinker 2's home is just a bit unpredictable. Why is she called Tinker 2, Grammy? Because her father was Tinker Smith Sr. Mojo, which makes Tinker his junior, or his second. Oh, I get it. So I guess that means Sensei Casey's a junior too, huh? Yep, named after her dad. I wouldn't call her number two if I were you. Who's there? It's me, Tinker. Who's me? Come on, I know you can see me. It's April. Wait, you said me? But I'm singing us. Out. There's who with you. It's my grandbabies. Grandbabies? This I gotta see. Whoa. This place is gross. Nuh-uh, Mojo. I got this cool stuff. Just don't touch anything, Yee, unless you want all those coolness crashing down on your heads. Grandkids, huh? What did, what, what did Casey Marie do? Marry a lizard or so what? They're not lizards, Tinker. They're turtles. This is Odin, Yee, Mojo, and Uno. Kids, this is Tinker, too. <laughs> Uno, huh? Guess you can call me Tinker Dose. Ha! What? That was funny. It actually kind of was. So not lizard turtles. I'd ask the obvious question. But I'm pretty sure I figured out the answer already. I mean, everyone knows how much you like playing God, April. Creating things. And killing them. Come on, Tinker. The kids don't need to hear this. You know I'm... Sorry about what happened to your father. Yeah, yeah. You don't mean for it to happen. Unfortunate casualties of war. Blah, blah, blah. At least I still have the Grand Kingdom dear old pop built before he became collateral damage, eh? It looks like the coolest place in the world. I couldn't agree more, kid. Boop. So, you bring what I asked for? Yep. Got it right here. VHS, just like you requested. Wow. I can't believe you actually have this. Whoa. Tommy Boy? That's a good one. Good? It's the best. My dad and I used to watch it all the time before your grandma's stupid foot flood watched him and our only copy into the East River. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Whoa, whoa. X-Nay with the Atte, Tinker. That was a little bit sensitive for Odin. So wait. Who's calling you fat, fella? Sometimes Uno does. Well, he's wrong. Because you look like a cuddly little tank to me. Tinky said I'm cuddly, Uno. Whatever, dude. Okay, Tinker. You got your movie. Let's make our trade. Yeah, yeah, I, always in a hurry, I swear. I'm just letting you know now, this thing's pretty dang sensitive, handle with care. At least more care than how you handle the water pumps. Okay, deal done, movie time. You wanna stick around and watch it with me, kid? Yeah, no. We still got more stops to make, and not a lot of time to make them. Go do business with you, Tinker. It's my job, right? 
Now, if you don't mind, I got a classic flick to watch. All by myself. Eccentric as she can be, I almost had to bail on Tinker like that. Hate to, hate to bail on Tinker like that. I mean, if anyone knows how much it sucks to be alone underground, it's me. Now, heartbreaking it is to lose a beloved parent too soon for that matter. But I wasn't lying. The kids and I still had a lot to do that day, and the clock was ticking. We were going to have to hustle to get to our final destination and then back home to the lair before Casey returned from her date. I hadn't exactly asked Sensei Jones for permission to take her ninja students on a field trip. Tough and independent as my kid was. When she was younger, she's turning into a seriously hyper-protective helicopter mom. It was a miracle that she even left her little turtles long enough to go on a date. And the last thing I wanted was to her stressing out about them while she was finally taking some time off for herself. Of course, if I knew what was going to happen next, I might have rethought the whole outing from the start. Leave it to the purple dragons. Throw a monkey wrench into the works. And I really, and really, I shouldn't be surprised. Purple dragons have been a thorn in my family's side for as long as I can remember. Even before the foot rose to power in the city, before the Shredder and Karai and Hiroto, the dragons have been in the middle of everything, stirring things up usually for the worse. But not always. After Raph was killed and the truce with the foot died with him, Master Splinter knew it. It was only a matter of time before an all-out war controlled the city took the streets. Without a doubt, the foot had the advantage in resources and overall numbers. So Splinter formed Splinter Strikers, turned his small ninja clan into a genuine military-style Capri. Cadre, excuse me. A cadre that needed more street soldiers if there was going to be any chance of matching the Foot Clan. Master Splinter knew this, and so did the thugs in charge of the Purple Dragons. Strange times make for strange bedfellows. The enemy of my enemy and all that jazz. But when Hiroto was finally defeated and the Foot fell, the unexpected alliance unexpectedly came to an end. Purple Dragons returned to their old ways, and now, years later, they've got a new dangerous leader in charge. As the kids and I were just about to find out. Okay, listen up. We're going to go ahead above ground for a little bit, so mask on. I know this is the first time all of you just follow my lead. Do, and don't be scared. Huh? Okay. Let me guess. Not your first time. Uh, it's just... Nope. Stop right there. You can tell me all about it later when we have more time. Good thing is, now I know you little rats can keep a secret. Like the one about where... Like the one about what we're doing today without your sensei's permission. Right, kids? Right, Grammy. And if you've been up here before, you'll know what to do. What to expect. Look what we have here. A bunch of sewer rats popping in for a surprise visit. Don't you mean popping up, Chachi? Easy, easy. We're just here for black market business. Scuzzball knows we're coming. Scuzzball ain't in charge no more. And these four don't look like rats to me. More like slimy little sewer brats. Ninjas. You hear that, Bozo? Hear what, Monarch? Looks like we got us some ninjas vitting in us. More like sneaking up on us. I heard about ninjas before. Well, on the street is, resistance them fighting them this side back in the day. We're not here to fight. 
Just to barter, that's all. And we're just supposed to believe you? Probably more of them hidden in the sewer, I'll bet. Ooh, getting saucy. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. You're right. What the? Get him. Stop. He didn't. Oh, no. Stupid freaks. I'm gonna. As a total, keep attacking all these men. No. That's not how this was supposed to go. No, it wasn't. If it was, my men wouldn't have whooped by a bunch of ninja toddlers. A geriatric gimp. No offense. You? No, Moja. Stand down. Just goes to show you can teach those mooks how to set up a proper security perimeter, but the whole soldierly discipline part that goes with it store another story. Sorry, boss. Will be if you don't get out of my sight pronto. Speaking of soldierly discipline, where's my manners? Name's Jigsaw, ma'am. Just Jigsaw. April on April. April Jones O'Neill. Yup. Know all about you, Miss Jones, and your daughter. Hmm, if I didn't know better, I'd say you've been spying on us. Nothing that intrusive, ma'am. Your reputation simply precedes you, is all. And all good soldiers take his intel wherever he can get it. Gotta admit, though, these little ninjas are new to me. But I know there's precedent for such scrappers in this town. Guess it's true what they say. History repeats. You mentioned soldiering a lot. You ex-military? I am that, ma'am. Three combat tours overseas before I was discharged. Honorably? Hon honorable enough for me. As he turns his face, missing one eye. Now, if you kindly follow along, I believe we have some friendly commerce to conduct. Wow, this place is a lot cleaner than the last time I saw it. Like I said, military discipline. If a soldier can't keep his barracks squared away, how does he expect to keep himself that way? Or herself? Right, little warrior? Whatever. I believe you got something we've been waiting for, yeah? Yeah, I got the needle right here. So I'm guessing you're in charge of the dragons now? Not Scuzzball? You wouldn't be guessing correctly. Man, we had ourselves a special election recently. Scuzzball lost. And now with this little baby, you brought to us, we can have a proper celebration. We're gonna blow our neighbors away, dragons. If I can just figure out how to attach this dang record needle. You're doing it wrong. Let me show you. Well, well, clever little thing, ain't you? Definitely some proper training happened with you, Scrappers, I can tell. Looks like we got what we wanted, man, and a deal's a deal. Here you go. Best of mind blowing stuff up on the streets right now. Leave you me. Speaking of the streets, I suggest you keep up with that fine training you've been doing with those ninjas, babies of yours. If something tells me, barter ain't all that's gonna happen between us when I pass across in the future. Yeah. That was a not so veiled threat if I've ever heard of one. Whoever this Jigsaw, just Jigsaw guy was. And wherever he came from, I'm guessing Texas. From his accent, he's definitely a new wild card to be taken seriously. Purple Dragons have always been an unpredictable threat, but the threat has normally been a sloppy one. They've made their mark in this city, for sure, and my friends and family lives, too. But other than a few exceptions, 
a march that's been easily overcome. But if this six-shot guy is able to add military structure and control to that mix well, like I said, a wild card we need to give serious attention to. Dead serious. Needless to say, I got the kids out of there as soon as I made the exchange with Jigsaw. He seemed focused on the jukebox at that point, but I took the advantage of the diversion to Ramus for things that got out of hand. Well, this for certain, there's no Jigsaw going to let his soldiers forget they got their butts handed to them by a quartet of preteen ninjas. Speaking of, maybe I buy his grandma, but our little turtles were awesome. Those gangbangers didn't even know what hit him. Nice job, Sensei. Mikey would be proud. Luckily, our next stop was with law enforcement. In a matter of speaking, let me tell you a little bit about Detective Richard Dick Miller, his longtime partner, Detective Frank Corbin. If there were ever poster boys for the term useful idiots, it's these guys. Long before the dark days of Oroku Hiroto, reign over New York City, these two so-called New York's finest were on the take. A lot younger than they are now, but just as corrupt. They were making serious bank-shaking citizens of every stripe, crooks, creeps, star owners, fellow cops, you name it. They were equal opportunity grifters, hiding behind a badge. And the very fact that they played both sides of the fence was the only thing. That stopped my guys from taking them down. When you're in a war, you take your critical intel any way you can get it. Jigsaw was right about that. As hard as a pill as it was to swallow, we all knew Miller and Corbin, crooked as they were, were a treasure trove of street info for a price, of course. Like I said, useful idiots. When Hiroto took over New York, like a lot of us, Miller and Corbin went underground. But where we formed the resistance, those two took on security jobs as subterranean speak easy. They spent their constant scam alive. New jobs, same old swindle. For 16 years, years, Hiroto and Baxter Stokeman's singers were the iron-booted version of law enforcement in the city. They were gone after Michelangelo helped us take down Hiroto and Stockman. But with the power vacuum sure to follow Hiroto's fall, the city was always not going anywhere. So the first order of business was to reactivate an official police force, which, was also, which also meant whether we liked it or not, we needed any experienced cops good or not so good and that we could find to help us get the police department up and running again and it wasn't too long before our old friends detectives miller and corbin answered the call their old grifts became their new grift playing any side they can making themselves both criminally deceptible despicable yet strategically indispensable drinking on a job detective corbin you'd think that'd be against the department regulations yeah, you think? Deja vu, or what, Miss Jones? You slinking around the shadows with four mystery friends in tow? A lot smaller friends this time, though. Your breath rakes, dude. Well, it does. These friends are my grandkids. They're spending some time with me today while Cassie is busy with other business. Grandkids, don't tell, don't ask, don't tell, partner. And we already know about your other, your kid's other business. Hot day with Officer Hero Watanabe, huh? How'd you know? Ain't much gets by us on these streets, Miss Jones. You know that, huh? Smoking bother you twerp. 
smoking bad for you. You better toughen up, kid. This whole city's bad for you. Speaking of city, you remember that scumbag Joe Hades? Unfortunately, I do. Old mob boss, my late friends, and I banged heads with more than once before the full clan took down him and his crew. Why? Well, words out, he's not so down anymore. Matter of fact, he's back in the city and looking to get his old operations up and running again. We just left the Purple Dragons. They've got a new guy in charge trying to do the same thing. Yeah. We know, Jake saw. Punk's a threat. Sure about he's no hate Joe Haiti, then the dragons ain't the mafia. Not by a long shot. Yeah. No more freebies, partner? That's our stash, Miss Jones. Yep, supposed to be the best in town. We'll be the judge of that. Wait a second, this ain't right. Nothing but powder in here. Where's the chocolate grays I asked for? Don't ask me, you're getting what I got. Now the kids and I are on the clock, so. Yeah, yeah, partner. On it. Word of advice, keep the contents away from open flames. Sparks until you're ready to use them. And whatever you do, don't ask where you, we got them. You should know by now, Detective Miller. I never do. I thought the police are supposed to be heroes. That's what ye said. Yeah, but I thought those yucky men weren't heroes. They were. Unfortunately, necessary, Skittle. I don't expect you to understand right now, but someday you will. All you need to know is that cops are only human. Some are good, some are not so much. All I know is those old dudes bre need breath mints, not donuts. Mmm. Chocolate. Heroes. They come far and far between, but somehow in my long, strange, blessed life, I've always been surrounded by them. My wonderful mother, the love of my life, the brothers and father I never had, my baby and my grandbabies. Always there for me. Always around me. Always protecting me. Always. But maybe I couldn't skip the black market run today, even if that meant bringing my grandkids out into the big, scary, beautiful city for the first time. You guessed it. Heroes. When Baxter Stugman destroyed our headquarters with his Mauser bombs, way back when, CTMNT last running, number three, it was a surviving Splinter Strikers who dug me out of the rubble and saved my life. And I was soon to learn in the hospital the life of my unborn baby as well. And throughout my recovery, one person was always there, lifting me up, cheering me on. Commander Avalon. A former Marine and a former New York City cop, Commander Avalon left a comfortable and hard-earned retirement to be one of the first to join Splinter Strikers. Even before Hirodo brought the Dark Times to New York, Commander Avalon knew who the worst threat to the city were and who were its best defenders. And when those dark times did arrive, it was Commander Avalon who helped me turn what was left of Splinter Strikers into the rock bottom resistance. In time, the resistance grew as did our responsibilities as its leaders. But one thing never changed. Commander Avalon was always loyal by my side. Ally Mentor, friend, hero. Hey, there you are. I was trying to worry you weren't going to make it. Sorry, we're late, Commander. <clears throat> Sorry, wrong voice. 
There's no way in the world I missed this. But my plus one had to be changed up a bit last second. I see that. Looks more like a plus four made up of those little ninjas I've heard so much about. Sergeant Uno, reporting for duty, sir. A soldier and a ninja. Color me impressed. Well, come on in. The party's just getting started. They got way cooler stuff here than Tinker 2 had. Look at all the food. Seriously, Uno. Seriously. Whatever. And here's the man of the hour. His lovely wife. Look who's come to see you take over full command of resistance. Commander Zaragoza. Hey, I'm pretty sure they're here to celebrate your retirement, sir. Hi, April. Oh, wow. These must be Casey's little Nick Turtle Ninjas. Yep. Guilty as charged. I'll meet you to introduce Uno, Moja, Odin, and Yi. We've heard so much about you kids from how Grandma and Mama, it feels like I already know you. Do you like to fix things? I sure do. Like to. Except I fix people. I'm Lieutenant Zaragoza. Everyone calls me Doc. Speak easy, Casey Marie. What's she up to today? On a day with Oswald Wanatabi, if you if you can believe it. A bar darn time. Roger that. I don't think that's such a good idea, big guy. Uh-oh. But I'm really thirsty. I hear you, man, but that's bowls full of special punch for the grown-ups. That's okay. I'm almost 13 now. Okay, kiddo. Why don't you take the good sergeant's advice and get your punch from the other bowl? Okay, Grammy April. Thanks, Mrs. Jones. Little dude's already up to 25 pull-ups. Hasn't even broken a sweat. Hold on. Can Turtle sweat? Wait till you see how many push-ups I can do. What you got in your deck, kid? Classic? It's 9-inch nails and Joy Division mixtape. Well, it looks like our young warriors are having some fun together. Be nice if that's all they ever had to worry about. Having fun. In a perfect world, speaking of, what are your big plans for retirement, Commander? Nothing special, other than lots of reading and lots of slipper wearing. I'm sick of death combat boots. How about you? Seems like your daughter's got a good grip of all the ninja stuff. Be a good time for you to slow down, too. Maybe. But being a grandma keeps me hopping most days. So not sure if slowing down's an option yet. I'm ha I have thought about doing some writing, though. Maybe just a journal to start to see where it goes. But first, I'm going to send you off with a bang, my friend. Next, we see April and Watanabe walking down the street. A lost day. So my husband used to call these, day these days like today. Days when we would step away from all the craziness and violence just seemed to constantly surround us and just get lost in each other. So... You think we can do this again, Casey? Um, hang out, I mean. To be normal for a little while. I, uh... I'd really like that, Hito. Me too. To be happy. Check it out. Whoa, talk about crazy beautiful. 
I miss my beloved husband so much. But I know he's looking down on me and he sees I've kept our tradition alive for our family. Yeah. I could I couldn't agree more. Because today was the most was most definitely a lost day. The very best kind. The end. That was actually a beautiful issue. I did not expect that. I'm not gonna lie, I expected a lot more action. I'm gonna be dead serious with y'all. I like the fact. So I'm. I think this issue took place in between last year's one and two. Because we actually get, let's just see the turtles out and about and traveling the city, which they said they've done before. But I like that. You know what I'm saying? Abel took them out, took them around the city, kind of showed them a few things. Then that was really cool. They got to meet different people and. Clearly, I, we're also going to see all these people in the future, I believe. You know, the good ones and the bad ones and stuff like that. I think Jigsaw's going to be a big part of their issues later on and the Purple Dragons. Because there is supposed to be a new series coming out. Like we said, Re-Evolution. Last run in Re-Evolution. They're coming out at the end of September. If I remember correctly, not 100% sure, I can't remember. But I'm excited. This was a fun issue, actually. Definitely, like, broke down. And throughout this whole... Uh, issue if you if it seemed like I was going off like topic of a story every time they went to somebody and they left there was a break in between each of those sections where you see it was April running in a journal so when a certain part it seemed like I was deviating off what was going on and then going back into what was going on because each of those sections were was April writing into a journal about her reminiscences of her life and stuff like that I thought it was really cool. But um, as always and forever, my name is CJ Mello. I'll see you all next time. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button. Tell your friends about me. Tell your friends about this. Check me out on Twitter, CJ Mello or MelloPod22. Name CJ Mello. Hey, excuse me. Check me out on YouTube at MelloPod22 as well. I just changed that. Check me out on my twitch.tv slash cjmello22 I think that also says that too same logo logos haven't changed yet I, I plan on them changing they haven't changed yet um and also on my xbox if y'all want to play a game with me hit me up on DMs on xbox I still have xbox one so I don't have the newer stuff but if you want to play a game with me cj under slash mellow 22 as always and forever Always and forever. Always and forever. One love. Peace.